Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we are live. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the NFL Strategy Show Friday edition, we're constructing some lineups. I am Josh Engelman. I am joined by, I don't know which direction I need to point. It's always like the opposite side. <laughs> joined by the boss man, Alex Baker. We are here to break it all down for week nine. So Alex, how are you? Good, man. Woke up this morning and the United States had a new bachelorette. <laughs> I mean, like uh, the episode last night was wild. It was a crazy blowout this season. Like uh but anyways football has been pretty cool too uh <laughs> i don't know anything about uh that life so, so there's a new one did the first one leave is that what you're saying well this one guy dominated the competition so much that she was just like down to end it after four weeks uh so like in football terms it'd be like if he blew out the other guys like 45 to 14 <laughs> interesting okay so they were just like, okay, this is over. They just stopped. I mean, you got to yeah. you have to assume that there have been other seasons where someone was just like, I would just like to be with them and nobody else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they got so sick of her shenanigans that they're just like, we're bringing in a new bachelor. We've had it off. <laughs> well, that's yeah. I, I've never. I don't think I've ever seen like a single season of that. Even when it was new. It was never one. Well, of the, I, I remember watching Joe Millionaire back in the day. Yeah, that was a good the one. Bachelor. I, I only watched because of my my fiance. So <laughs> that's what I'm not into say. it at all. That's yeah. what they all say. Likely story. Likely story. So we've got a lot to talk about for today's show. I don't want to dilly dally too much because I do tend to dilly dally from time to time. Um, so we're going to start like this. First and foremost, everybody. Hit that like button as you're coming in. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell. That's the good stuff for us. The subs have crested 40,000. Makes us very, very happy to know that you guys were able to get that number up pretty quickly. Uh, I mean, when when we decided that we wanted to try to get it over 40K, that baby moved pretty quickly. So here's what we're gonna do today. We're gonna retire the wheel this week. Apologies to everybody I know how much uh, everyone enjoys using the wheel. We're going to go a little bit of a different direction. We are going to build three lineups today as if they were going to go into a three max contest on DraftKings. I think this will be fun. We'll be able to build a little bit differently, try to build off of the lineups that we have before, but we're testing something out. I'm about to drop a link into chat right now with a link to a poll. 
you guys head to that link, you will have five separate options of who we will use as the quarterback for the first lineup. I'm excited. I hope it works. I don't know if it will, but there's only one way to find out. So click the link that I just dropped in chat and go vote for the top quarterback for the lineup that we will be looking at today. Options are... Get to it here. Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson. They are the top five teams in the top stacks tool right now. They are the op they are the people that you can try to grab. Oh, results are coming in hot and heavy too. This is work this is oh, working wow. exactly like nice. I wanted it to. I'm switching it over so everybody can see it. They're live updating on the screen right now. <laughs> Kudos to Thanks. me. Thanks everyone in uh watching the stream voting here. Oh yeah. Oh this this is great. Boss, when you see this, you're gonna enjoy it. It looks good. All right. I gotta I gotta weigh in here. I, I it, this one's tough because you got five really good options and the ownership is all between seven and ten percent for all five of them. So really it's just kind of like what flavor do you like the best, I guess. And uh I guess Man, I, I guess Josh Allen might be in a good bounce back spot versus Seattle. And <clears throat> he's uh he's had a bunch of really tough matchups, so maybe that could be a good good one that maybe people will be afraid to go back to him. But people do love picking quarterback versus Seattle. And then uh <clears throat> Houston versus Jacksonville, they got a bad defense. But I feel like given everyone's cheap on that team and why it drive the ownership up a lot. So I think I'm, I'm weighing in for Josh Allen here. Okay. If Josh Allen is lead, is the leader in the clubhouse. Allen with 11 votes right now. Watson with seven. Mahomes and Wilson. Or no, Mahomes six. Wilson and Murray both at five. So we've got 34 total votes in. We'll give it another 30 seconds or so. But it's looking like Josh Allen is going to be the first quarterback for us in this video. Again, the link is in chat. Click the link. you be given a poll question, five answers. Josh Allen up to 13 votes now. This is working out very well. I'm pretty happy about it. Nice. I, I wish that we could do it in the chat where you could just type one, two, three, four, five. That is the optimal way to do this. It's not a capability in YouTube. That's only for Twitch. Sorry, guys. I wish we could do something more. I, I think <laughs> we got to go Josh Allen now. 38 total votes in... He's up by four votes over Watson. Those are the only two guys that are close. I have a sneaky suspicion we'll be going to Watson for lineup number two. You ready to build a lineup for Josh Allen? Yeah, let's do it. Here we go. All right, so I have our lineup builder up. We are going to be doing a DraftKings GPP lineup. To start, there will be two more GPP lineups to be built. This is going to be our package of lineups for a three max contest. And this one is starting with Josh Allen. So my first question to you is this. I assume the next step for it is, do we add Stefan Diggs or do you have a different path that you would like to go with for this one? Yeah, so the Bills, they, they have three good options to stack up with Josh Allen. Uh, John Brown, he basically plays every snap. He's been targeted 15% of the time when he's been out on the field, which is underwhelming but he is a deep threat so i feel like he has a lot of upside paul beasley uh he's been playing a lot more the last three weeks at 80 percent 
And uh, it's been a little bit at the expense of Gabriel Davis, it looks like, who only saw half the snaps last week. Cole Beasley gets targeted a lot, but the quality of targets is a lot lower because he's more of a short receiver. And then Stefan Diggs does it all. So he's like a really safe option pretty much in any lineup. So uh, I think there's two ways you could go here. You could maybe pair up Brown and Beasley and bank on Diggs, just not getting as big a, a target share this week, or just pick Diggs and roll with him. Ooh, that is that is interesting. See, this would be a great time if we if we really could run polls in chat to to just put a quick two choice poll on there. Uh, all right, we'll, we'll see if we can just eyeball <laughs> chat. Here is your chance. Would you rather use Stefan Diggs as the stack with Josh Allen or skip Diggs and go to Brown and Beasley? Just uh, feel free to type whatever you would like in the chat that just that gives us the distinction of which answer you prefer. Because <laughs> um, I like the idea of going to Brown and Beasley and then hoping... I mean, that serves two purposes. One, Diggs is pretty chalky, 18% projected ownership. So you get away from Diggs, you get to Brown and Beasley. That's not going to be a very owned trio. It allows us to be relatively chalky in the rest of our lineup. We can you know, grab a little bit of... Uh, a little bit of chalk. Ooh, digs, digs. People are loving digs. Yeah, they they really didn't like my idea about the uh, Beasley Brown stack. <clears throat> I have a comment to make, but I I think that you guys are all making a mistake. The boss man is giving you the goods on how to win a GPP, and we are just jamming <laughs> in that chalk digs play. I love it. I mean, I I, I always you know I. I I always think it's a good idea to sack up the number one receiver with the quarterback. There's no reason to really go away from that. It is a little bit unusual to have a situation where there are three guys that all produce enough to the roster. So that's kind of why I was bringing it up is if you take a team like Arizona, like you can't do this, but when, when you add up Brown and Beasley's yardage, I'm getting well over a hundred. So that's a pretty decent amount. But Stefan Diggs, I have him at 90 yards by himself. Sure. So that's a lot of correlation with just two guys. So I'm, I'm totally cool with uh, building a Diggs lineup. We got to keep in mind that we're going to have to be a little bit uh, – we'll have to come up with a couple off-the-board plays to uh, differentiate here. All right. So <coughs> we did get a lot of Brown slash Beasley votes later so the mirroring the election Diggs is the donald trump of this scenario brown oh Be- brown beasley is, is the, the joe biden in this group but in theory the votes were already cast we, we knew what it was this is just the order that they're coming in. could have been totally different if you reverse this stuff we're gonna go Diggs for now wait but we need a recount do we need a recount, we need a recount? i need to check no, i'm right just now. kidding no let's just do Diggs. we'll do Diggs. Do we bring it back with anyone from Seattle? Clearly, we have the options of Lockett and or Metcalf. Uh, Tyler Lockett projected for three times as much ownership as DK Metcalf. Obviously, Metcalf significantly more expensive. What are your thoughts on the bring back? Or there's also, you know, potentially someone like Chris Carson or Will Disley, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I think Lockett is the obvious choice. But DK Metcalf... I'm torn because like, I feel like because he had such a big game last week, his ownership might be a little bit higher than it should be, even though he's super expensive. 
um, Lockett, as you're mentioning, a much better play, which is why he's getting all the ownership. And I don't think you need either one necessarily because they are quite expensive. So even if Seattle goes out and puts up 28 points, there's no guarantee these guys will either one of them will be in the winning lineup, but the bills would still have to keep chucking the ball, putting up these touchdowns. So I'm a little torn. I think we could either go with Lockett or we just don't stack up the other side. <clears throat> so if we go to Lockett, obviously 6,800, not too shabby. It is going to be a lot of ownership. So we're going to need to look at least a little bit off the beaten path as we fill out the rest of it. I'm fine going to Lockett. Uh, he ranked yeah. very highly in my top five video. Uh, you guys can go check <laughs> nice. that out after this. Yeah, Lockett has been insane this year, aside from last week. <laughs> yeah, I had, him, I had him last week too. All right, so Allen in, Diggs in, Lockett in. Time to start filling out the rest of this lineup. I've got your big board pulled up, filtered down to DraftKings. Let's see, have you updated this since we started? 19 okay. minutes ago, you certainly have. Well, I was just fixing a, a bug there. I mean, I I had it up for a while in the prep, so okay. I uh, I needed to refresh it one way or the other. So okay. next spot is likely going to need to be a running back. We uh, we don't have one as of yet. Definitely need two of them. Number one running back on your list. Number one running back on the entire slate. James Robinson. <laughs> Is that a direction we're just going to immediately be going, or do you want to take a look at some other people? James Robinson, 7K, so not exactly cheap. Yeah, the workload he's been getting is insane. Uh, Chris Thompson was out, and then all of a sudden James Robinson is seeing like crazy snaps. He saw 70% of passing routes last week. Uh, that's like a crazy number. So I think uh, given that... They have a good matchup versus Houston. Uh, James Robinson is a great play this week. Okay. <clears throat> I want to give a shout out to Shark Killer G, who for some reason referenced Andre Reed when we were talking about the Bills. Andre Reed and I share an alma mater. That's always fun. My man. It does look like Chris Thompson is removed from the COVID list now. So I, I might have to to go back and update this, but he's still. James Robinson still will be a good play. Okay. So we, uh, we're we going to need to save some salary. We have 4360 as an average, 21,800 remaining, running back, wide out, tight end, and flex, plus a defense. Is there anybody you see immediately that works for us from a salary save? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Savings. I could see that at number seven, $4,800, Jamichael Hasty from the Niners last night would have worked perfectly oh. had he been any good last night <laughs> that piece stung quite a bit um, but obviously that game happened already not available for us where do you want to go for value because we need it desperately okay 
Um, well, Calvin Ridley being out, that makes Russell Gage pretty intriguing, I think. Uh, the Patriots are on the Monday night game, but I always like them for some value, so that's sad. Uh, let's see here. We got Danny Amendola at 3,700. Uh, Quintez Cephas, 3K. Now, uh, Kenny Galladay is out this week, so I think Cephas is probably your new uh, Mims this week, <laughs> for okay. what it's worth. Okay. I don't know if that's going to inspire any confidence in anyone. Yeah, I don't know but, if that's a good uh, thing or not. I think if we go down the list more, Darnell Mooney, I feel like uh, he hasn't had any breakout performances yet. Yeah, I- I'm just double-checking the game log. But uh, he has seen his snap count go up and up this season. And uh, I think that maybe the hype isn't there yet. So I feel like maybe he could be a value option that is low-owned. Darnell Mooney, it is. 1.7% projected ownership, 1.7% projected ownership uh, north of 10 fantasy points, 3,900. That fills out our third wide receiver spot. I like that quite a bit. Uh, friend oh, the- he did... Sorry, he did have a big game last week at 18 points. So. Okay, even better. Yeah. We know it's in there. We know we can, <laughs> yeah. we know we can do it. Uh, friend of the program, Jake Hari, says, would have been nice for Hasty to get some garbage time run last night. Yeah, I bet it would have been. Jake Oh, man. A bit of a rough beat in Dude, showdown. Jake, he was in first, and then the optimal change, and he was still in first. I'm like, damn, he's got this. So... That was a tough beat. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Sorry, Jake. It's nice to see that you made it to uh, Friday, however, because that touch, touch and go pretty late yesterday. Do we have uh, do we have anybody else that looks pretty good from a value perspective? Running back, tight end, flex, plus a defense. I'm curious where you have my uh, preferred cheap tight end. Let me take a look, filter it down. Ooh, a bit lower. 4K Hunter Henry, you actually have behind Hayden Hurst. Is that a direction we would like to go for tight end right now? One of Hurst or Henry, try to save a little bit of salary. I don't think we've got enough money to try to go to someone like Kelsey or even Darren Waller. Yeah, I I think that that makes sense. We just needed someone to fill that that spot. Hayden Hurst with no Calvin Ridley, he should be uh, seeing some more targets. So I think that could really pay off. 13,800 for a running back, a flex, and a defense. Do you want to just lock down defense now so we know exactly what we need moving forward? Um, yeah, I'll soon. Uh, the New York football giants, the number one defense <laughs> in your big board, 2,700 against the Washington football team. One of those is the actual name. The other is just a fun one to say, which is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, I I don't really see a reason why we wouldn't go to the Giants in this spot. They're your number one defense. They're relatively cheap. Well, the reason is the Giants defense sucks, but that's not <laughs> how I pick defense. I'm looking more at who they're playing. And Washington, they're actually favored in this game, but I, I think Kyle Allen, uh, we, we know he's not a tremendous NFL player. No. And I'm... He he threw a ton of picks last year. I'm looking this year to see what his rate is. He's he's only thrown one interception this year. 
So I'm kind of, uh, I'm trying to weigh this because last year he threw interceptions one every 30 passes. So that's like one a game. So I, I think that maybe he's just getting lucky this year to some extent and the Giants defense should be solid. Perfect. Giants defense is in. So now, now we know exactly what we need. Running back and a flex. We have $11,100 remaining. So we've got $5,500 or $5,600 for each spot. That's a pretty sizable amount of money to go. Um, we definitely need a running back. So I would say that should be the direction we go next. Who do you like at running back? Somewhere in and around the 5K mark. Uh, Justin, <laughs> Justin Jackson, ninth on your big board at 4,900 is the first name that I see. But do you have anybody else that stands out? Oh, boy. I mean, running backs at 5K. Like, how can you not find one that's absolutely going to crush? Yeah. Um, I know our friend Peter Overzet would be recommending Patrick Laird right now. Uh, <laughs> Jordan Howard, he he's 4K. Maybe he'd be an option, uh, but he he sucks too. <laughs> so um, this is with the news that Brita and Gaskin are out. Um, DJ Dallas, if Chris Carson misses this uh, this week stands out as a good option but we have the opposing quarterback so right. that's a negative game script situation um because a lot of rushing attempts just means fewer plays in the game so i'm kind of looking at this list here wayne gallman if no devonta freeman could be an option i guess Oof. Well, yeah, Bell, zach moss kind of had a breakout game last week but he i don't know if we can count on that I think the the number one guy has, has to be David Johnson because, Ooh. I mean, he, he hasn't had a breakout game yet, but his... No, he hasn't. <laughs> okay, so let me, like, talk you guys into him. In the last four weeks, he's averaged 16 rushing attempts per game and three targets, and uh, he only has one touchdown over the last four games. I'm just kind of pegging that as he's getting unlucky with the touchdown variance. He had, oh, he had two touchdowns, my bad. So I think that uh, one, one year up against Jacksonville, like that's a huge plus matchup. They're just really bad in run defense and pass defense. And everyone's reaction is going to be like, no, David Johnson, he sucks. So that's why I put him in. All right. David Johnson is in, which allows, which gives us 5,500 at the flex spot to fill it out. Your highest projected $5,500 player is Devontae Parker at $5,200. That is, that is your high. It would, is there any particular reason we wouldn't go to your highest projected guy, at least to start? The reason is just like maybe... We, we, this is all based on our read of Tua Tagalova. Uh, wow, I just bought picture of that. You're but good. uh You're good. <laughs> Yeah. Just stick with Tua. Just call it like Cher or Bono. You just don't have to say the last Yeah. Thing. The like reason why I think this is a really good spot is the pace of this game. I'm projecting to be really high. I mean Arizona runs one of the fastest offenses in the league. Yeah. And then Miami is probably gonna be trailing. So I have uh, Miami at seventh fastest and Arizona at second fastest. So overall, this is going to be a high uh, number of plays. So I think Devontae Parker has a lot of potential. 
All right. Well, I'm going to add Devontae Parker. Fingers crossed that we made a lineup that is quality for a three max. Otherwise, we're going to have to make some changes. The click is in. All right. So I think we built a really good cash lineup. Uh, Value ranking 90% or higher. Contrarian ranking less than 10%. Is that okay with you for the theory of trying to put this in a three max where this one might be a little chalkier? We take some steps otherwise. Or... Is your first thought we should probably make a 1v1 or 2v2 swap to make this lineup a little bit more different? I think, yeah, we uh, for three max, what I'm looking for is more like the size of the tournament more than the number of entries we get to make because yeah. I'm really evaluating each entry individually. So I'm, I'm pulling up the biggest three max tournaments on uh, DraftKings, the power sweep at 150, $150 has 4,000 people. Um, I'm trying to see if there's there's uh, some yeah. filter we can do. Yeah, if you type three entry into uh, the search bar, that'll filter nice. down. I can't see a lot of them. But oh, yeah, yeah. Like... Do you want me to tell you a little bit about them? <laughs> sure, go ahead. So we've got the power sweep at the top. That's the one fifty, the $150 entry. Uh, the nickel is $150,000 prize pool, $5 entry fee. Um, that's the biggest contest. There's 35,000 entries there. Next okay. one would be the $8. Uh, that has 18,000. So I would say that we are probably looking at either the $5 three max or the $8 three max. And they have okay. between 18,000 and 35,000, depending on which one you use. Perfect. So like uh, I'm, I'm looking a little bit at the nickel payout structure. It looks like 10% of the money goes to first place, which is a relatively low amount. Um, so I don't think we have to get super contrarian, but we are trying to beat 35,000 people. So I definitely want to, to balance these two rate rankings more. Huh. So I think uh, the easiest thing to do would be take out Parker and try to put in a low on player there at the flex. So I was going to pitch something else. I just don't know if we're going to have enough money to pull it off, which would have been switching from Lockett to Metcalf but we would probably need to make some sort of other concession. So if we pull out Parker from the flex, which is definitely the easiest way to do that, um, Justin Jackson is your second highest projected guy. I don't know where his ownership is as of right now. Justin Jackson, um, 14, so that's not going to help us. DeAndre (laughs) Swift, there's no way that he's owned. 6%. Yeah, um... The thing is, we're going to have to pick someone that's not that good if we're going to get contrarian, right? So, um, DeAndre kind of... Swift takes us up to contrarian 20 to 30%. Are you looking for more than that? Ideally, yeah. I, I, I hope we can figure out some way to get both of these above 50%. Okay. Because that, I feel like, would be ideal. With DeAndre um, Swift, we also have an additional $500 to spend. Yeah. Don't, don't know if that matters. Yeah, I think Swift is decent this week. So maybe we can we can play around with that. There's also your boy uh, Fournette. Oh no, that's not that that's gonna be the Sunday night game. Never mind. Yeah, so how about we, we put Swift in there? Okay. And we try to pivot off of maybe uh well this one's tough because Diggs and Lockett are our stack. So that's gonna be a tough pivot. Yeah. Um so Maybe uh, we pull out James Robinson and try to, to – is there any spend-up running back? Like maybe 
Uh, let's see, we got, no, there's no, no one we can put in there. So maybe, uh, let's see, David Johnson, 5,600, we could put in. We have 6,100 available if we take out David Johnson. Okay, let's take out David Johnson. Let's put Swift in there in okay. uh, the running back, and then we can pick any position at flex. 6,100 available for flex now. Chris Godwin. Nope, that game's out too. Oh, David Montgomery? <laughs> yeah, actually, David Montgomery. That could be what we need because, man, people hate David Montgomery. He's been horrible. Our, we, he's also projected for 15% ownership, so I'm not. we're not really solving uh, any problem there, unfortunately. True, I, I assumed yeah. that he wasn't going to be projected for that much ownership, but apparently he is. So what about maybe Justin Jefferson? Uh, how, how owned is he? Because that's a good matchup. He's a little bit too expensive. Unowned, 0.6%. Interesting. That, that seems a little bit too low. I, I don't think he's like a great play, but um, let's put him in there and we'll see how it uh, affects our lineup here. Yeah, it affects it very positively. Uh, greater than 90% value ranking, 70 to 80% contrarian ranking. I think that we just found our nice. first lineup. Yeah, those are some good pivots we were able to make to, to really boost these rankings up there. So now we've got one in the books. How much do you pay attention? Like, I assume you don't care if you end up with someone in all three of your lineups, depending on how they grade out, who they are, their yeah. ownership, etc. But I'm guessing more often than not, we're going to end Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. End up not having somebody in all three. And it's probably going to end up being two at the most. Yeah, I think... Um... It depends a little bit on the the player pool in a particular week. Like last week, Jamal Williams was a really good play as well as Kamara. Yeah. So like those are the type of guys I consider in all three. But I don't know if we have anyone quite that good this week. Before we get into lineup number two, I just want to remind you guys, it'd be awesome if you could hit the like button, subscribe, notification bell, all that jazz. Earlier today, speaking of all that jazz, at 9 a.m. Eastern time, so it was a little over two hours ago now, uh, Ben and Julian did the betting show. So I would highly recommend you head to the YouTube channel and check that out. And then coming up immediately after this at 12 uh, 12 noon, Matt and Kyle doing their fantasy football start sit show. They follow us every week. They do a fantastic job. I would recommend you guys check it out. NFL rankings are free today. So if you want to see how Alex has everyone ranked for the main slate, you can check it out. And MMA top fighters. We've got another UFC card coming up tomorrow night. Thiago Santos and Glover Teixeira. Uh, So check out Alex's top fighters. Hopefully they finally added that last fight. (laughs) They have. They have. I was looking at it a little bit earlier. And shout out to the uh, 330 plus people that are in here right now. 81 likes. This will be my only call. Let's get that number north of 100 as we keep it moving. So Josh Allen was (laughs) our original winner. 
Deshaun Watson is currently in second in the poll. Looks like we're going to a Deshaun Watson uh, lineup. Does that work for you? Uh, definitely. I mean, all of roster and Deshaun Watson. Same. Uh, so if I grab Watson, I made this joke on my top five video. I would love to stack him with DeAndre Hopkins, but unfortunately they didn't believe that keeping those two guys together was a good idea. So <laughs> is your first thought Will Fuller? Is your first thought Will Fuller plus Brandon Cooks? Do you just want to play David Johnson again because you love him so much? We can go so <laughs> many different directions. Yeah, I think uh, Will Fuller is the number one guy we should consider. Um and then Brandon Cooks, he's a little bit too expensive this week. So I'm thinking that will drive the ownership away from him. Uh, so, uh, and then Randall Cobb, he's kind of like the value option that has the least potential of all three, but the best price tag. So I'm, I'm, I think there's arguments for all three. I don't think it's going to make a huge difference in your chance of success. Okay. We could try to pull what we did the last time as well and pick Cobbs, Cobb and Cooks and maybe fade Fuller. But uh, what are the ownerships of each of these guys? Fuller, 11, Cooks, 10, Cobb, 7. Okay. So in that case, I feel like um, Fuller and Cooks are about the same owned. So we, we got to go with a better player there. Okay. So Fuller. Do you just want Fuller, or do we bring Cobb along for the ride as well? Pretty big Texan stack. I think Cobb makes a nice kind of uh, piece in this lineup because Deshaun Watson is pretty expensive and Fuller, so having a $4,500 player that's correlated, that is positive. Okay. Fuller in, Cobb in. Also, shout out to chat for getting north of 100 likes. I see you. I appreciate it. So we've got Watson with the dual stack of Fuller and Cobb. Are there any lovely gems on the Jaguar side that you just can't help yourself but to get in your lineup? James Robinson would be that guy, I guess, because it's the Jags. Do you like going to a running back in that scenario? Do you want to do that here? Do you want to avoid it entirely? It's not a terrible idea, but if there are a lot of rushing attempts in this game, there will be fewer plays. Um so I think picking a, a receiver is a positive. Um, although, you know, James Robinson get it done receiving too. So uh, the guy I'm looking at is LaVisca Chenault. I mean, he's kind of been the all meme team for 2020 so far because I don't think he's really done much. You're, you're shouting out every play that Pete Overzet likes. <laughs> Yeah, I big, think big uh, Chanel guy as well. He, he's one of the thought leaders in the industry, so like it's not surprising that he, he's um, he's making me lean that way. But uh, so what I'm looking at here is uh, his playing time has increased the last two weeks. He's gone up to 75 percent of uh, dropbacks he's running routes on, and his target share is really good. 18 percent of the time he's running routes, he's targeted. DJ Shark is also at 18%. Um, and he's been really efficient. He's got 75% of his passes. So I think Chanel is poised for a breakout game. And given that he scored seven and four fantasy points in the last two weeks, I, I feel like people won't see it coming. He is in. So Watson, Fuller, Cobb, <laughs> Chanel. We have 
5,500 left per player. We don't have any running backs yet. I think that will be our next spot. Um, they're both free. On the previous lineup, we used Robinson and Swift. Uh, we're clearly not going to have James Robinson in this lineup. So where would you like to go from a running back's perspective? Uh, we're obviously not going to be going to David Johnson either, so we're really going to be getting a little bit different out of the gate. Um, Josh Jacobs ranks pretty high for you at running back. Uh, and then we can start getting into some of the more expensive guys if we wanted to. Someone like Dalvin Cook, who's all the way up at 8,200 after last week's just absolutely bonkers games. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Um, I mean, Dalvin Cook's probably in a fantastic spot again this week versus the Lions. I mean, but I do have some love for David, David Montgomery. If we're not going with David Johnson, got to go with another David. Yeah. And <laughs> I can see you're not very excited about this, but let me I mean, that's it. just a natural way for me to go. I, de- I generally pick, make my roster decisions based on correlation of first names. <laughs> so David Montgomery, he saw 90% of rushing attempts last week which equaled 21 rushing attempts. And uh, as far as running routes, he ran routes on 68% of plays. Nick Foles being not very mobile at all, he dumps it off to the running back a good amount. So I feel like the workload is elite. The price tag is low because the Bears have been horrible offensively this year. But another guy that I just feel like the hype is a little bit too low. David Montgomery in the lineup leaves us 5,400 for a running back, a tight end, a flex, and a defense. Plenty of different directions we can go here. Is this a time where we go to someone like Darren Waller? He is your number one tight end, 5,800. So he's right around that average salary that we have, and we do still need that tight end spot. Do you have any aversion going to Waller in this lineup? Um, no, I think Waller is a good player. I mean, he, uh, he gets tons of PPR points. So I think that, uh, he, he's always good to slot in there. Um, you got a couple of people in chat that I want to address here. He's, uh, Mike is saying Jake Luden could bomb. That's definitely a factor with Chenault. So we got to consider that, um, that is a hit to Chenault's performance. So that is a good point. Um, Andrew says, isn't Stafford on the COVID list? He's still eligible to play Sunday potentially. So he's not ruled out. Uh, right. enough, we, Alex and I talked about that before the show started. Yeah. Uh, so that was kind of weird. It wasn't clear. It, it sounded like maybe it was someone that he was in close proximity to that tested positive and not him. Right. So there's a decent chance he plays. Waller in gives us running back flex defense, 5,300 available for each. Clearly we're not spending 5,300 on a defense. So we should have a decent amount of money to go. It's probably time to grab another defense. I'm guessing we're going to get away from the giants. I don't think that you're going to be locking and loading that particular side. Do you pay up for the Washington football team? They are your second ranked defense, or do we save a little bit more salary and go to, I don't know, Atlanta, the Cardinals. What do you want to do with defense? Floor is yours. Well, I think the football team is, uh, I mean, they really stand out because they're playing against one of the guys that throw, throws picks at a ridiculous rate in Danny, Daniel Jones. And they have a strong defensive line, which could cause even more turnovers. 
So I think they're probably one of the top defenses this week. Football team is in. Running back. Flex. 12,500 total. I like this lineup so far. I, I think we're looking yeah. pretty good. Yep. I think we need one low-owned player to maybe uh, to get a little bit of contrariness here. So let's, uh, let's try to find a contrarian running back. Okay. Easy um, enough. Yeah. You would think. <laughs> what is McCaffrey's ownership? That's kind of interesting. Um, three percent, eighty-five hundred. That uh, he's not guaranteed to, to play here, right. and he had a high ankle sprain. That would stand out as a really contrarian option. That's like, I mean, against Kansas City, they're going to need to really try to score a ton of touchdowns. So. Um, that's one option. Um, Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, the, uh, we have no idea what to expect out of the quarterback position, but his workload is solid, and uh, I don't think anyone's going to be on him. What about uh, on the Colts side of the ball? Jonathan Taylor or Naheem Hines, uh, both you know projected north of 10 fantasy points, under 1% owned. Taylor at 6K, Hines at 4,400. I don't think we get additional points for touchdown celebrations, because if we did, we would be <laughs> rostering Naheem Hines. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's true. The matchup versus Baltimore is uh, a big negative for me there. Sure. Um, because they just run the ball so well, it makes the pace of the game slower. So I'm not loving that. I, uh, let's see. I kind of prefer Zeke to Taylor because I feel like the hype is going to be almost zero given that Dallas has been so miserable recently. But I do think that um we know he's one of the top fantasy players in the league having a bad quarterback does affect that but i think that he still has a lot of potential so if we put zeke in that gives us 5900 remaining for the flex spot your top projected guy 5900 or under is david johnson we are not going to him based on the current construction second is david montgomery he is already in the lineup Third would be Justin Jackson at forty nine hundred. That would give us an additional thousand dollars somewhere. Um, doesn't seem like we need to go that way. Antonio Gibson is fifty eight hundred. That is one hundred dollars less, or one hundred. That would give us an additional hundred dollars. We'd be okay there. Gibson would be your one, two, three, four, or five, six, seventh best option at running back. Could also filter that down for wideout as well, since we're going to. You know, we can go to DJ Moore, 5,600. He's your fourth highest projected guy that would fit. Um, we could also go back to uh, our original play from lineup one, uh, Devontae Parker, if need be. I think DJ Moore is probably the safest option we've talked about so far because uh, game script with Carolina versus Kansas City should be very favorable. Kansas City's pass defense has been pretty good this year so far. But we know DJ Moore uh, has big upside for sure. I think we hit another gem here, boss. Value ranking 80 to 90%. Contrarian nice. ranking 40 to 50. Is that a good combination for you for our first two yeah. lineups? I, I think that's solid. All right. We let everybody vote on quarterback number one. We took the votes 
on uh, the second lineup from for vote number two. Before we keep it moving, do I have anything else that I need to plug? I don't think I do. Plug the free rankings, plug the MMA top fighters, plug our shows for today. Subscribe to the podcast feed, guys. We don't have any uh, major giveaways or anything going on, but subscribe to the podcast feeds. You can get them. You can get our shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Any app you you use, you can get them there. I think it's time to just build lineup three. Do we go back to the poll results? That would be Russell Wilson in this case. Or, uh, Alex, if you've got a particular quarterback for this three max where you want to go off the board, floor is yours. We've got about 10 minutes or so before we've got to get out of here and turn it over to, to Matt and Kyle. All right, let's go for a lower-owned uh, stack here. So I'm going to try to dig up a, a gem from the low-owned. I know where pool. you're going. You're going to Teddy Two Gloves. I mean, like, I haven't even looked at the list yet. So, like, you, you probably know me better than I, I know myself here. He, he does look like he really fits that bill at 3.5% ownership. I just, like, I find that hard to comprehend because... <laughs> this is your data. I know. Well, no, yeah. I'm just... <laughs> I don't find it hard to... I just find it, like, how, how are people overlooking this guy on a weekly basis? Because... He's been pretty pretty good at throwing the ball. I know, like there have been a couple of rough weeks, and the reason why has been the the amount of volume as far as plays has been very low. In the past three weeks, Bridgewater has thrown 23, 28, and twenty nine times, and that is insanely low. But versus, I mean. A lot of that has been that they haven't been able to really sustain drives. But we know the average quarterback's throwing like 33, 34 times. And Carolina is a balanced team from rushing and passing. So I really feel like that's a statistical anomaly. And we should be pegging Bridgewater for much more volume than he's been getting. Teddy Tuglos entering the third three max lineup. We used DJ Moore in the previous lineup. I'm going to assume we're going to go back to more, or would you rather go to Robbie Anderson in this case? Or if you're going off the board and grabbing like McCaffrey and Curtis Samuel or something. Uh, yeah. McCaffrey does mix things up a little bit uh, more and Anderson, I think is a nice way to build the lineup because first Kansas city, we got to expect a lot of passing volume and there's a good chance that two guys would get there. So uh, given that they're both mid-priced, I think that fits pretty nice. Man, I want to... $8,500 McCaffrey this week is kind of crazy. He's intriguing, but maybe too expensive. So that was more plus Anderson? Did I hear you correctly? Yeah. Okay, I thought so. So more and Anderson. uh, Gee, I wonder if we can find someone from the Kansas City Chiefs to run this back with. There's just there's so little talent to be found. Yeah, I know that that's tough, man, because like they rarely put up big performances. So is it, do we pay for the high end tight end in Travis Kelsey? Do we pay for a relatively cheap Clyde Edwards E-Lair at 6,100? We can pick one of the random clowns hardman robinson pringle if you want to get really weird what would be your primary bring back on the opposite side of this panther stack 
Well, I think Eulair uh, would probably be my number three because uh, of the game script kind of being slower if he really has a big day. Sure. Um, so either Hill or Kelsey, I guess. Okay. Um, no, no Lev Bell for this one? <laughs> that, that is kind of intriguing, but he didn't really see a huge workload last week. So I guess Hill just because... Or maybe maybe we go Kelsey because it's easier to find wide receiver punts and tight end punts, I guess. Sure. I don't know. All right. I don't feel strongly between the two. Well, let's put Kelsey in for now. It'll be easy to drop down if we need to. <laughs> nice. uh, so that gives us Bridgewater, Anderson, Moore, and Kelsey, a very strong stack. Um, we've got about 5K per position. We need two running backs. On the previous uh, lineup, we used Montgomery and Elliott. On the first lineup, we used Robinson and Swift which means I see no way that we get around putting David Johnson into one of these lineups. <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, I do like some David Johnson this week. So David Johnson in 5,600. Uh, we've got about 4,800 remaining running back wide out flex and defense. Uh, is this a spot where you would go through the other two lineups, see if there's anybody you want to have in two of three or at this point, are you not paying attention to the other two? Make the build, compare after. Well, I think it is kind of nice to have different players in all three, but we don't have to overdo it. I think there are a lot of interesting plays this week that we might not have to repeat too many players. One that we haven't talked about yet is James Conner. He's been getting a pretty high workload. He's got a matchup for Dallas that's primed to have a big game, so... Uh, 6,900, he stands out as a good option. James Conner in. Um, so we've got wide out flex and defense, 12,400 left. We do not have a ton of money left over. Does that make it more interesting to you to go to something like the Giants defense again, where they're just 2,700? Or is this a scenario where we're probably going to want to pay down even further than that? Uh, if we want to save even more money, $2,500 Falcons D against Denver would be the highest ranked te- defense that you have. Um, any aversion to going Falcons defense? Oh, I mean, versus Denver, that has me interested. So uh, another defense that isn't particularly good, but Denver, I mean, the quarterback play out of Drew Locke is, is pretty bad. He throws a good amount of picks. Not a high-volume passing team, but I think it'll – that's, that's probably one of the best options this week. Perfect. $9,900 <clears throat> remaining. We need a wide out and a flex. Um, just for reference sake, we use Diggs, Lockett, Mooney, and Jefferson in lineup one. We used Fuller, Cobb, Chenault, DJ Moore in lineup two. Anybody stand out immediately at wide out probably need to save a little bit of salary. There's a lot of good cheap ones. Uh, uh, so Russell Gage. We, Russell Gage is probably one of the best ones, yeah. Given uh, we're projecting Calvin Ridley to be out. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Putting in Gage leaves us 5,400 at the flex. Okay. That works. So... Fifty four hundred is a tough range to fill this week. It is. Devontae Parker would be tops. We haven't used him either. Yeah. Yeah, I think Parker is solid. 
I think we might be a little too chalky for this lineup and we might need to make some changes, but let's see. If I slot Parker in, uh, all right, this one's gonna be up to you. We have $200 left over. Value ranking again, over 90%. So we went 80 to 90, over 90, and over 90. I think from, from just a building a lineup perspective, we built three lineups right out of the gate that are pretty close to the optimal. We are not miles away. 30 to 40% contrarian on this most recent lineup. Is that something that you would want to try to get a little bit more off the beaten path? Or do you think that we have a nice package here of all three lineups? So I think the the deficiency in this third lineup is a lot of the contrarianness is going to be around Teddy Bridgewater being low-owned. Yeah. But then when you combine that with Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, like those three players will be high-owned like in the same lineups. So I feel like the lineup might not be as contrarian as this indicates. So I think we might need to to maybe go to uh, someone off the board a little bit. Yeah, I I think you are right. (laughs) If we look around at potential options, I mean, we could obviously get off of Travis Kelsey if need be. That doesn't seem like the spot to do it. If we get off of James Conner, that leaves us 7,100. He is projected to be 16% owned. That is, I mean... Pretty much everybody we put in the lineup is like projected for 15% ownership. So they all look ultra similar. But 7,100 would leave us open at running back. It would allow us to get to James Robinson if we wanted to. That doesn't really help us from an ownership perspective, however. Right. Um, yeah, not not seeing a huge amount of pivots we can, we can pull there. So... Yeah. Um, unless tough. we spend down at, at running back instead of going to him. And uh, let's see, we, we got Swift. We got, we put in Montgomery into this lineup as well. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure this is the easiest pivot. Yeah, I, I would agree here. Uh, I tried to bring out Kelsey. That doesn't really help us, especially for our bring back because um, there's nobody else to really go to. From Kansas City, this is a really difficult build. Yeah, uh, to me, like I feel like it's Connor that has to go, but I don't really have a natural answer to fix that. Well, I think we need to spend down if we're going there. So maybe we go to Justin Jackson as our value running back. Okay, he's in a really good uh, price range. So then if we go to Justin Jackson, we can spend up at the flex and get someone a little bit lower owned. 7,400 remaining um, to spend at the flex. Julio obviously fits, but is going to be, he might have a little bit of ownership this week. Uh, <laughs> Maybe, uh, yeah. This is crazy because all of these guys, I, I think we're projecting to be pretty high owned. So this is going to be tough. Um, yeah, we might have to pay for somebody that's not as ideal, maybe. Well, the thing is, like, all the guys, the 7,400, are, like, good plays, I'd say. Yeah. So uh, we could pivot away from Russell Gage and try to do a double swap here. So maybe we spend up at that position. Um, So the options, we could go to maybe a uh, Deontay Johnson. I'm not sure, like, what his ownership is this week. 6.6. 6.6. Nice. Yeah, and that so leaves us 6,900 at the flex. Nice. 
Okay, so we could go back to James Conner at that price, or we could maybe go to Allen Robinson. Uh, we don't have Montgomery in this lineup, so Correct. getting a piece of the Bears, you know, their offense, you can't fade them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so I like that. Yeah, how if that we, affects our rankings. Yeah, if we go to Allen Robinson, um, that makes the he, – he's not <laughs> projected to take out a ton of ownership. That's 80 to 90% value ranking, 50 to 60% contrarian. So nice. I think it works a lot better. At eleven fifty-five a.m., that's perfect. We've got a, a minute or two before we get out of here. So just to sum it up, we built three lineups for a three max contest on DraftKings. You can see value ranking greater than ninety, contrarian seventy to eighty. Value ranking eighty to ninety, contrarian forty to fifty. Value ranking eighty to ninety, contrarian fifty sixty. It's a nice package. We have some overlap in some of the lineups. Spots where we go to a running back, we go to the wide receivers in a different lineup. And if you just want to play this, we have them built on the screen in our lineup builder. You just click export. It's that easy, guys. It's that easy. Select DraftKings. Select your lineups. Export selected lineups. And now you have a CSV file that you can just load to DraftKings. It's that simple. We make it as easy as we can. Alex, is there anything else you want to touch on before we get out of here and turn it over to Kyle and Matt? Uh, I think uh, this is a really interesting week. Like, there's so many different options that you can go to. It's kind of like this. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to try to figure out like the best pairings of the players. So I think it's a good good week uh, for some NFL DFS. There it is, guys. Thank you for joining us. Stick around on the channel. Fantasy Start Sit Show coming up immediately after this. Go check out my top five rankings. That video got posted earlier today. Alex, you will be back for On the Contrary tomorrow with third person. Chris Spaggs working his way back to awesomemo.com. The man is everywhere nowadays. Everywhere. Go check out Splash Play. I think we're good. (laughs) Three lineups in the books. We are out of here. Good luck. Week nine, everybody. We will talk to you again next Friday.